The opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. History really does repeat itself. In the words of wise old King Solomon, there is no new thing under the sun. So uh, people just keep repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again. Uh, We've been reminded of that, I think, even in recent days in our world. Uh, But in Genesis chapter number 11, uh, you see a picture of men returning to the same old sins, pride, their own way instead of God's way. And I think in so many ways right now, we're living in a world that is returning to Babel again. Uh, Babel, of course, we know means confusion. This was the place where all the languages were confused and men were scattered throughout the whole world. And uh, this is where it started, Genesis Genesis chapter number 11. Uh, But we're living in a world right now where people are just going back again and again to more and more confusion. Uh, I heard recently an advertisement for a a language learning tool that they call Babel. (laughs) I thought there was a little humor in that, actually, because Babel means confusion. Uh, we, we need clarity. We need understanding. Sin and its effects uh, have a worldwide impact. They literally touch all people, and they bring confusion to everything they touch. Uh, let's read a little of the beginning of this story. Genesis chapter number 11, verse 1, And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. So, Remember, Genesis 10, all the nations started with this one family. They start migrating. They start moving. They start advancing. They're they're journeying toward the east. They find a nice place to live. They start to build homes and build a life. Sounds like progress to me. It's a reminder that everything that purports itself to be progress is not always moving forward. Just because there's motion does not mean there is actual advancement. If you're getting further from God instead of near to God, you're not moving the right direction. Verse 3, And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them throughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. The word for is interesting. It means in the place of. They had brick in the place of stone, slime in the place of mortar. Uh, One interesting little, little side note and picture here is that stone and mortar uh, what is what is best used, that is a natural element that God produces. It's in the earth. It's, it's here already. The, the brick and slime they're using, this was a, a man-made thing, a substitute for. I think it's just a, another picture and reminder that uh, man substitutes are never as good as God's original intent. <laughs> so uh, God's way is always the best way. Verse 4, and they said, go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach into heaven, and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. The irony is that the thing they feared, they were actually producing. So what they didn't want was to be scattered and to have confusion. Uh, So instead of looking to the Lord for that kind of stability and clarity, they try to create it on their own. The only thing we can create is confusion. 
And what is the end result of their building project? Exactly what they feared. Uh, Sin always scatters. God gathers, sin scatters. Now, where did this all start? You remember in our last study, we, we talked about Nimrod in Genesis chapter number 10. If you paid attention in uh, Genesis chapter 10, verses 8 through 10, the Bible says that the beginning of Nimrod's kingdom was Babel in the land of Shinar. Where are we now? In the land of Shinar, Babel. Think about this. All of this confusion started with one man. Someone referred to Nimrod as the first globalist and It is true that in him we see the sad result of a life lived apart from God, that it didn't just affect him or his immediate family. It affected the whole earth. Uh, Genesis 11, verse 1, and the whole earth. Uh, Genesis 11, verse number 9, they're scattered abroad upon the face of all the earth. Uh, Romans chapter 8, verse number 22, for we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. In a very real sense, this one man's rebellion created rebellion in the hearts of all of his descendants. And uh, it just, it, it, it permeated. Sin is like a cancer. It spreads and it destroys whatever it touches. And so here we are in Genesis 11, returning to Babel. And really, it's a mirror, isn't it? The Word of God is a mirror. We're, we're like reading our newspaper headlines. Uh, we're, we're reading the, the social media uh, spotlight of our world right now, a world returning to Babel. And where did that start? Well, first of all, we see here the return of pride. Every wickedness starts with pride. Where did Satan's sin start? What was the root sin? Pride. Uh, what was the root sin in the garden? Uh, to, to be something, to be as gods, knowing good and evil, pride. Uh, every sin has as its root pride because that is the essence of rebellion against God. You know, humanity had been humbled by the flood. Uh, But by the time you get to Noah's great-grandson, Nimrod, it seems very little humility now. It's pride. Did you hear the words? Verse 3, let us. Verse 4, let us. Again, verse 4, let us. What is this? Pride. It's all about us and not about God. A few observations just from these opening four verses about pride and how it brings us to confusion. It begins, first of all, with forgetting that everything we have and every place we enjoy is because of God. In verse 1, this one speech, it was wonderful, wasn't it? In verse 2, the plain, the land of Shinar, where they were able to dwell, God allowed them to have that. Every blessing, every place we enjoy, all of that belongs to God. And when we begin forgetting God, suddenly we start thinking it's about us. Secondly, not only do we see them forgetting, we see them building a life with no thought of God. Verse number three, they said one to another, go to, let us make brick and burn them throughly. Anything wrong with building? No, nothing wrong with building at all. Nothing wrong with building houses and building businesses, nothing at all. Notice what's missing, though. There's not a single mention of God. They speak to one another. They never speak to him. What a contrast with Noah in Genesis chapter 8, verse number 20. Uh, who built an altar. And his descendants were not building altars. They were building towers. May I ask, what are you building today? What are you putting your energy and resources into? So pride is forgetting that everything is God's. It's building a life with no thought of God. Thirdly, it's ignoring the truth of God. They ignored God's word. Verse 4, they said, Go to, let us build us a city in a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. 
and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the earth. A tower to heaven, really? Now think about this. The, the world they have just uh, inherited is a world that had been totally destroyed because of pride. Uh, God says, all right, I'm not going to flood the world again. I'm going to give you my promise. I'm going to put the rainbow in the sky. Uh, but they, they give no thought to the God of that rainbow, no thought to the God of promise and covenant, no thought uh, when they begin speaking about heaven. They're not even thinking about him. And, and they say, well, we're not going to be scattered. In, in some sense, <clears throat> they're rejecting God's very plan because what had God said to Noah and his descendants? Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the whole earth. In a sense, God wanted the, the people groups everywhere. You see, when we say no to God's plan, we make our own plan, it's disaster. And in the end, it brings chaos. One final thing we'll pick up here. Pride is forgetting, it's building, it's ignoring, and then it's desiring to make a name instead of glorifying God's name. Let us make us a name. No, God alone is worthy to be praised. When we return to pride, we return to Babel. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey. Thank you.